0: Welcome back to Surviving Anxiety, my own personal journey towards healing. And this is episode 2. Tangbilaran City, Bohol, Philippines, 22nd of July, 2017. I convinced myself that I was okay. What happened in Jakarta was just a random and extraordinary event brought about by a bad stomach and a series of stressful situations that ended with an upset body. I arrived in Bohol, pretending that not a thing happened. Well, I acted like a self-assured adult, Googled all the symptoms I felt, and read through countless articles on almost anything from GERD to diabetes to TIA, things that could potentially explain what happened in Jakarta. I subjected myself to a series of blood tests, which, by the way, I ordered on my own and saw that my results are within the normal range. I was trying everything to convince myself that I was okay. It really helped that three weeks after the Jakarta incident, nothing unusual happened again. But then, it happened again. I was mindlessly scrolling through my Facebook feed one afternoon. And as people these days share anything on the platform, I saw that one of my friend's husband, James, was rushed to the hospital. James was driving from work and felt the numbness of his left body. He stopped at a gasoline station at the side of the road and dialed Tina, his wife. The next thing he knew, he was, uh, he was in the emergency room of the hospital. James was lucky. He was able to stop his car and call his wife, who was doing her groceries two blocks away. James had a stroke. As I read through the post and the many comments wishing James well, I felt a sense of numbness in my left leg, my heart beat faster. I was sweating all over. My body was practically mimicking what I have read from the Facebook post I just saw. And I panicked. I read from somewhere that deep breathing can work wonders. So I took one in, then out. In and out. In and out. In and out. For a minute or two, I was gasping for air. I didn't feel tightness on my chest, so I reckoned this couldn't be a heart attack. I raised both arms, remembering Pam's instructions at that episode in Jakarta. Miko, you are fine, you are okay, you are not having a stroke. I tried to assure myself. In and out in and out. Breathe in and out. Please, Lord, not now, not yet, I prayed hard. After some time, I moved my legs. The numbness was gone. The sweating subsided. I was okay. Again I didn't tell anyone. I was then at my home library, taking a break by Facebook browsing, after a few hours of intense work. My wife was just upstairs, and our house help was at the kitchen preparing dinner. I can't make my wife worry over something that I only imagined. If it were indeed a stroke, I would know later. Just as James did when he woke up at the emergency room. You know, I had self doubts. Was I just imagining things or was it real? So I used Google again and searched for mini strokes, how it felt, what the symptoms are, etc. I became intensely worried, especially when I read that there are such things as silent stroke. Right there and then, I decided to see a cardiologist the following day. When my wife asked why, I just said, it's about time. I'm already 42. I was ordered to take a series of tests. I have not had a full check for a year, so I decided to have a thorough checkup. The day after, I was at the medical laboratory early in the morning to have my blood samples taken. All my results, including x-ray, abdominal ultrasound, blood tests, ECG, and so on, were ready the day after. I went through all of them, researched their meanings, and felt relieved. I seemed to be okay. When I was in the line for my doctor's appointment, I was anxious. The receptionist, the receptionist asked me to approach her, her and took my temperature and blood pressure. My temperature was okay. My blood rush, pressure was relatively high, at, at around 140 over 90. When I saw the doctor, he was calm. He told me stories and told me to relax. He retook my BP and it went down to 120 over 80. He told me of my risks and advised me to take some medications. I asked him if my risk of a heart attack or stroke is high. He told me that based on my results and his overall assessment, it's relatively low. I was relieved, but was worried at the same time. If I was okay, so what then was that feeling three days ago? Maybe I was just tired, I told myself. Perhaps that was just an isolated case again. A relative said that it must only be kabuhi. That's a local term that doesn't have an exact English translation, but something related to the gut. She told me to go to a local healer, but I didn't bother. That was not the last incident though. There were several after. They usually occur when I was doing nothing, like when I, um, like I was in a queue at the airport, or attending mass with my family, or riding on a bus on my own, and similar incidents. And every time they occur, I just convince myself that I was fine, take deep breaths, and think about my wife and kids. They need me. So God won't make me die just yet.